Good Sunday evening, everyone here at uh, Johnson Station Sports Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Caleb Smith. And I'm your other host, Corbin Roden. And uh, wow, uh, Corbin, uh, this this weekend, man, this this yeah, is that's that's literally all I can say is wow. Yeah, uh, man, Mississippi State upsets number six LSU, the defending national champions. In Death Valley, uh, 44-34, and one of the wildest games I honestly can say I have seen Mississippi State play since I've been a fan. Uh, That, I'm speechless still. It's Sunday night as we record this. Um, It's been a little over 24 hours, and uh, wow, just that game, man, uh, KJ Costello, man, already he's a he's a Heisman front runner, man. Like what? I, I am speechless, man. That that game yesterday for the past ten years as a Mississippi State fan, as you know, you just you just have those games that just you go we go good with all throughout the damn the damn game, and then at the very end something. Terrible happens and we just lose it in the grass. But yeah, yep. I know exactly what you're saying. I, That's I, what I'm about to say is something you were thinking the entire time because I was too. Did that game not feel like 2017 Alabama? But with that a was different... the that was the exact game I was thinking about the whole entire time. I whenever I I know bad things went through your head also when that uh interception happened. Yeah. Um, I was wondering why why we went deep there, but uh, man, this the, the that win, man, that I, I I'm y'all are gonna have to um, deal with me this episode. I'm gonna maybe pause for a little bit because I'm 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 still shocked. It it's been about approximately twenty twenty eight hours since Mississippi State just shocked the world. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it shocked the world. I I wouldn't say shock the world because honestly, I saw on Twitter a lot of a lot of people actually thought Mississippi State would win that. Um, well, I wouldn't say let's say they thought they would win. Better word is they had a puncher's chance because of I, all we heard that all this offseason was LSU lost Joe Brady, they lost uh, Dave Aranda, they they lost. Uh, Set, how many starters was it? Seventeen or something like that. Uh, yeah. Starter. Um, man, like I, we, we both predicted LSU to win that football game. We did. But we both, we, we, but we both thought that the game was would be close until the fourth. Um, and man, I tell you what, uh, some people you may disagree with me. You, I think we. We both talked during the game that we both agree on this, but State should have beat them by forty. Yeah, honestly, like State. we gave we gave a lot of the points that they scored that we gave them the reason to score those points, like turnovers. You know, I think it was four total turnovers. Um, from K- two two interceptions uh, from KJ Costello, a uh, bad pick yeah. six in the second quarter. I think it was second quarter. I, I can't remember. My memory's kind of kind of shook. Still, I'm, I'm I gotta apologize about that. But man, I that 
I'm I'm just so happy that this doesn't feel right that that this Mississippi State team I have never seen a Mississippi State team fight as hard as that team does. That team gave up a lead. I think there were around nine uh, lead changes in that game, and LSU would take the air out of Mississippi State with an interception or a fumble, or they'd score, and Mississippi State would come right back and score a touchdown. Yeah, and I'm, that's how it should be. I'm, I'm glad that – I'm pretty sure Mike Leach, you know, told these guys, you know, they're going to score. They're the defending national championship. I mean, national champions, they're going to score, but we cannot let them walk all over us after they score one touchdown. But I'm I'm really – the way that this team fought back, and I mean absolutely ran over the LSU secondary. And I know that center was out with that unknown illness, but I honestly I don't think that one center could have beaten our whole receiver core because we had three great receivers. Hill, Kylan Hill, I would count him as a receiver yesterday because, geez, man, he went off. Oh, yes, Kylan Hill. Uh, speaking of Kylan Hill, man, his his draft stock has just went through the roof. Oh, I I'm completely happy that he stayed, man. Honestly, like, if he would not have stayed, I don't think his draft stock would have been near as much as it is now. But I will tell you one thing, man. After today, you you can bet a lot of NFL teams are looking at that man and saying, wow, where did oh, he come yeah. from? Because Joe Moorhead did not use him as near as his full ability as he could have been used last year. I and tell I, you who- I'm so glad that Mike Leach has finally figured out a way to use Colin Hill as the way that he can be used because, man, whenever he is used correctly, the dude is unstoppable. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if you are thinking the same thing I'm thinking, but, man, he looks a lot like a NFL uh, running back that plays for the New Orleans Saints. Alan Kamara, that's what I think, too. I said, man, if he could – I said, man, I was telling you, I think it was the other night on the podcast, I said, man, if if Mike Leach could figure out a way to get, get Colin Hill to looking like an Alvin Kamara or a Christian McCaffrey running back, this – he will be either a Heisman front runner or a top 10 pick in the NFL draft this year. Because, man, that's what the NFL is turning into now. It's not as much the run game anymore. I mean, the pass game anymore. It's these power backs that are just coming in and running all over the defense. And Colin Hill is definitely one of those players, as we saw yesterday. Yeah, definitely. Um, Man, uh, a a big issue that we both had with Mississippi State the past – few years and the reason we thought that they weren't gonna really have we we thought they would have a shot yesterday but the main reason we thought that they wouldn't were the wide receivers um man we we would you say that we have some receivers now uh, i dude we and the thing is how many wide receivers did we have transfer this year i think one uh Ty, tyrell uh shavers from alabama Yes. I mean, man, he came in and, I mean, lit the game up. And Osiris Mitchell, my mom texted me during the game yesterday and she was like, man, Stop. where did Mitchell come from? And I was like, mom, he's been here for years. Joe Moorhead just didn't ever use him for the way he needed to be used. And, Caleb, I'm going to ask you, bro. Tell me how Joe – not Joe. Tell me how Deronia Bear Wilson, God rest his soul, tell me how he would look with this team. 
I'm telling you, man, he would he would have been a first round draft pick if he uh, would have been on this. I would say top five. Yeah, that um, tall that tall of a wide receiver with those throws is, that KJ Costello is throwing. Yes, man. And speaking of that, that's the next thing I'm gonna get on KJ Costello. Where did he going to be a household name this college football season, dude? If um, not this season, tonight, yesterday, last night, man, I'm telling you, Twitter lit up with that man's name, Lil Kev for Heisman. I'm just gonna say it now, Lil Kev for Heisman. Um, I, I, he'll he'll have those yards. I I, I believe that he will be averaging around. 400, 500 passing yards a game because of what I saw um, against the LSU defense. Uh, man, they, they throw the ball. State throws the ball 90% of the time. I, I've watched Washington State play, but just seeing Mississippi State do that, that that, that looks so weird. Like There were so many times throughout the game I just wanted – just wanted them to run the ball. You have the best running back in the country. Just run the ball down their throat. Run the timeout. I was scared because they were leaving too much time on, and I was like, LSU is going to get things going eventually. You got to, you got to run the timeout. That's what Dan Mullen would do. But man, Mike Leach, it, he did it his way. It's his way or the highway, and he got the job done. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, be angry at him for winning the football game for us. Uh, but back to KJ Costello, man. His numbers. I, I what what were his exact numbers? Let, let me look. I'm pretty sure it was 623 with five touchdowns. I'm pretty sure it was 623 with five touchdowns. Threw the ball. I know he had to throw it over 60 times. No, I think it was. I think he literally had 60 attempts. Here yeah, we go. It was Here. 623 yards, five touchdowns. All right, here we go. Um, wow. Um, 623 yards, five touchdowns, and uh, two interceptions. Um, let's see, where does it say? I'm looking on ESPN.com. I, I don't like how they have everything. All right, here we go. Um, for one game, um, 60 passing attempts, uh, 36, compl- he was 36 for 60, um, 623 yards. He averaged 10 yards a pass, five touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, wow, a passer rating of 168. Um, man, he had himself a day. Man, uh, there's there's a lot of new new faces on this on this bulldog team that we're gonna have to get used to, and I think we're gonna enjoy getting used to. Oh, 100 um, percent. Yeah. Um. Jaquavius Marks, the uh, new running back. A lot of people weren't talking about him, but I, I see a lot of uh, great things for his future. Uh, he he's a he's a great back. I saw him have some explosive uh, runs after catches. Uh, yeah, that's yesterday. the thing. And I'm glad we have that now because if Colin gets gassed, bro, we have this other dude come in, and I mean he can do pretty much the exact same thing Colin does. And I I love that about it. In another way, and another thing is the quick passes, bro. The quick passes is what we won by. LSU yes. could not defend the short slant passes, and we would turn up on the ball, and we would get to the first down, and that's what beat LSU. The defense was gassed. I'm I'm pretty sure the defense was on the field more last night than they've probably been on in years. 
Yes. Uh, wow. Speaking of that, um, a lot of uh, players post game from Mississippi State players when they were getting interviewed after the game, uh, they talked about how LSU's uh, DBs were coming up to them and like, how can y'all do this? Like, I'm tired. And and they said they would just laugh it off and say, get ready. We're well, coming at you again. Well, and it was again, again, and again, and again. And they would just – LSU's whole defense, they were gassed. They were gassed out, man. And a thing that I'm not used to Mississippi State doing, man, is getting third down conversions. Oh, that's I don't know how many thing. third down conversions we had. But, man, it would be – this was what summed the game. This is the most perfect um, play to me that summed up the game. When it was, I think, third and 20, K.J. Costello dropped back and the pocket was collapsing and he let that thing go. And there were three LSU receivers right there. And I was like, that's, that's the interception. That may be a pick six. There's, like, no state players anywhere around this dude. Yeah. And then it, the ball just squeezes through there right into Austin Williams' hands and is a first down. And I was like, okay, okay, the, the, we, we may be on to something right here. The, the, this offense may work. Um, and I want – go ahead. Yo, you go ahead. I, I was going to talk about that. that. That was one thing I was going to talk about, man. Austin Williams, where did he come from? I mean, I know he's been here, but, man, once we had that – he came in and I was just like, holy crap, man, we have a tight end and he's going to be good. But another thing I was going to talk about, you were talking about earlier about how our players were just telling LSU defenders, you know, keep you know, keep coming because we're going to keep coming at you. That's from Mike Leach. I have a, uh, I have a mm-hmm. contact that's a walk-on at State right now, and he told my mom today, and he said – he he he's a walk on, so he doesn't dress out with the team. He told my mom, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, "He he said, yeah, I got to get back to Starkville because if I'm late, Coach Leach is gonna make me run in the sand." That's the thing. You got to think about that, man. He put in that beach, and those kids have been conditioning on sand all the time, bro. Yes. Once you once you get that speed up on the sand in the sand, bro. Imagine how how fast you are on solid ground. Oh yes, and we we saw that man. I, I've never seen a state team this fast. Like they, these receivers were burning LSU's secondary. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm watching the Saints game with Colin, not Colin Hill. Damn it! See. Thinking about Colin Hill, Alan Kamara just scored a really nice touchdown. But, uh, yeah, bro, like, I know we've had a pretty good history of a defense, but, I mean, man, these last five years or six years of our our defense has been absolutely amazing. Yes, that's another thing. Uh, The defense, man, Errol Thompson and them boys, they they were all – they were harassing um, Miles Brennan all game. Um, I was shocked at how good that defense was, especially in the first half. Um, I remember the first drive that we had, we got the ball and, uh, we went three and out and I was like, okay, okay. I see where this is going. And then, you know, they get the ball and I'm like, okay, they're LSU. I, I've, I've used, I'm used to LSU just scoring 
points at will in three, three play, three or four plays. Yeah, just down the field, touchdown, Joe Burrow, yada yada yada, and you know we just we, we shut them down for the most part, man. Um, the, the only reason that they scored as much as they did were Mississippi State mistakes. And and what shocked me is Mississippi State had four turnovers and won the game by ten points. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Like that is, if you would have told me Friday night that Mississippi State would have four turnovers, I would have told you they'd have lost the game by thirty points. Yeah, that, that's another thing. If you would have told me, if you would have told me, where's the, the team stuff? If you would have told me that this team would have had. Nine rushing yards for the whole game. I would have told you, oh, we lost yeah. by 30. We lost by 30. We had four or five oh, turnovers. Oh, you, nine? Yeah, we had nine uh, rushing outside yards. Of no, outside of knowing that Mike Leach, outside of knowing what Mike Leach does, if you're the average state fan that doesn't really that doesn't really keep up, like a Joe Moorhead team, if a Joe Moorhead team would have rushed for nine yards, oh, my gosh. Bro, we he would have got fired. We would have lost 75. To, that we wouldn't have scored a point. No. Because um, if we have nine rushing yards, we have zero passing yards. Um, that's just a forfeit. And Mississippi State, man, just – if you would have told me that we would have threw for 650 yards on the defending national champions in Death Valley, I would have told you you were crazy. Yeah, I agree completely. Uh, I, saw, um, I saw a tweet from a uh, – I think it was KJ Costello. He said that, all throughout the week in the in the Starville that uh, the coaches had on the highlights in the facility. I mean, not the highlights. They had highlights in the games of our LSU series in 2014 when we went down to Baton Rouge and beat them last time. Yeah. I think Mike Leach said, you know, oh, this is my first time in the SEC as a head coach. I'm about to show this people. I'm about to show these people what I'm made of, and I'm about to show them the Pirate is in the SEC. Be afraid. That is correct. The pirate is in the SEC. The air raid has arrived, and it has bombed Tiger Stadium, and it has left a damaging hole in the LSU Tigers' pride and prestige. Um, moving on to the LSU side of things, uh, man, a lot of them thought that they were going to walk over Mississippi State. Everyone oh, yeah. that I talked to. Pre-game, just tiger bait, tiger bait. You know, Coach O, Coach O, got it, Coach O. We we gonna put a Miles Brennan. We don't need Joe Burrow. We don't need all these. We got five stars. We don't need a Joe Brady. Uh, we don't need Dave Aranda. Look at you, look at you. I'm about to go off on a little rant on LSU. Go ahead. Excuse me here. Talk. Some of our viewers may be LSU fans. Um, I know they are. Um, LSU, man, that program, from the time that I started watching football and caring about it, I started caring about football. Mm, what year? I would say the last, the first year I started really caring about it was Crooms last year. Um, in 2008, the, uh, that team, they, they were bad. Uh, the most memorable game from that was when we got absolutely destroyed by Ole Miss by 45 to nothing um, that that season. But we also got whooped by LSU. And every year since I became a fan, 
we would just get the floor wiped with us by LSU. LSU would come in and I would have to go to school, man. And the, the LSU, I'd see a purple and gold. Oh, you're a state fan. You know, I know you went through it. You, oh, yeah. If you wore a state shirt, tiger bait, you know, um, down here, especially in South Mississippi, that's all there is. Ten years ago, if you could find an old Miss or state fan that was not a closeted one, Good luck. Ten years ago, man, LSU everything, man. Like, and it annoys me also about this. Still talking about LSU. I'm going to talk about LSU for another five minutes. But going in, all right, let's let's say I'm, I'm headed to Hammond, all right? I go down to Hammond, go watch a movie. I'm going to go in Academy Sports. Let's say I want to buy a Mississippi State hat while I'm down there. I can't. Yeah, I was about to say, good luck. There's no chance. Yeah, it's LSU everything. Yeah. It's LSU everything. You come to Macomb, you go to Brookhaven, you go to Jackson. Guess what? You walk into an academy sports, LSU, Alabama, Mississippi State, Old Miss, everything's there. But you go to Louisiana, nothing but LSU. LSU has the biggest advantage. I will say this. I'm going to go on top. I'm going to go right here. LSU has the biggest recruiting advantage in the country. They have the entire state of Louisiana wanting to play for LSU. Every high school kid in that state, what is, where does he want to play college football at? LSU. LSU. No matter what position. He, they dr- dream about LSU, man. 102,000 people in that stadium. They share that state with Louisiana Tech and ULL. Mississippi produces – we, we may produce a five-star every year or so, a, a couple four-stars, you know, maybe high four-stars, but most of them are lower four-stars. Most of the kids in the state are lower, lower four-stars or three-stars or even, you know, lower. But um, we, and we also share the state with Ole Miss. And forever, forever, Ole Miss was considered the better program than Mississippi State. They were the better school. They were the better everything, hotty-totty, hotty-totty. And that started changing when Jackie Shiro got to Mississippi State a little bit. He he won the SEC West, and you know we we started you know winning egg bowls and stuff. But man, who I will give him credit where credits due. Dan Mullen made this program what it is today, and Joe Moorhead almost ran it back into the ground. And Mike Leach has picked it up and has saved it, and he is running to the end zone with it. And I think that he is going to do great things with this program. But back to LSU, man. These fans that I talked to the past two years that we lost to them. When we lost to them in 2017, man, they would not take anything, man. Like, they're, oh, we, we, we didn't have players. Oh, they That program has the most excuses I have ever seen. It is so I don't know how they live with themselves. That everything they have, they're. Would you go as far as say that they're a top five pro, like brand in college football? Yeah, top five, like a brand. Like they're behind Alabama, like right now, right now. Alabama, Ohio State. Alabama, Ohio State. Honestly, they could be third. Clemson, Clemson's all right. Clemson's a better program than yeah. them. Three. Three, um, nobody in the Pac-12 is better than them. Um, they're better than Michigan. They're a better program than Michigan. So, 
nobody else besides Ohio State, the Big Ten, SEC. Um, would you say Georgia's a better program than LSU? Um, Georgia really made their – For the past few years, they've, they've went to national title game and I know, but U.S. Would you? That's what I'm saying. The thing is with Georgia is they really are just now starting to be on the up and up. The bat the past yeah and LSU has always been yeah LSU is is pretty much you know been in the running for at least for the better part of twenty years yeah 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 better part of twenty years since Nick Saban took that over okay um had three head coaches in my lifetime Nick Saban uh, Les Miles and Ed Orgeron wow that just keeps going down every every time but um. They they had the whole entire state of Louisiana to recruit from. Um, they they then they're a national brand, so they can go. Why is it so hard for them to find a quarterback? And and why they had to go rent a quarterback from Ohio State, and he took them to the national title. But they had other players to go with it. They always have NFL talent all over there, and it just seems like they're just missing out on a quarterback, and it's every year besides last year. Last year was the only time in 20 years that they had a good quarterback. Yeah. Um, and a lot of my LSU fan, friends tell me, um, you know, oh, we were missing – we're missing all these players. But they filled them with five stars. Give Mississippi State those five stars. If you would have gave Miss Dan Mullen while he was at Mississippi State LSU recruiting classes, he'd still be at Mississippi State right now. Yeah. That's the reason he left was to get better recruiting classes and to go to the East and to go to the East. But they just cannot develop players. Um, they, they get good players, but I wouldn't go as far as say that, it, that they develop them. Um, Mississippi State does a way better job at developing um, Dak Prescott. That's, that's all I have to say. Um, yeah, he, he – yeah. But um, anyway, um, yeah, in 2018, we lost to them. And I just heard Tiger Bait, y'all are trash. Nick Fitzgerald's terrible. Ha, 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 Mississippi State. Last year, y'all suck. Ha, 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 Tiger Bait. But, oh, let, let me try to say Hell State, hold that Tiger and say that Mike Leach is the Tiger King. Oh man, I'm the big bad man, you know. I'm the I'm the boogeyman, you know. I'm, I'm a terrible person. We lost, we, we all this. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. Your program is it's a top five program, and you have one of the worst head coaches in college football. You have a glorified recruiting coordinator. That is what you have. You're LSU. You are a top five program. You could have gotten almost any. Um, coach that you wanted, and um, this is this is who you got. But um, I'm going to wrap that up with LS with the uh, Mississippi State LSU game. Uh, Mississippi State, man, this 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 season is going to be a wild ride, man. Um, we'll get into our thoughts about that later. But man, uh, I'm going to love it this year. Mike Leach, the Mike Leach era has officially kicked off, and it's. It's going good, man. Um, what other games from this weekend you want to talk about, man? Oh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I think we're going to talk about some college football. So let's 
Let me see. I might look them up and we'll figure out this game to talk about. I should have had this figured out last night or earlier. Uh, you want to talk about the Florida Ole Miss game a little bit? Yeah, let's get into that. Um, you want to start off with it? Because I've been talking a lot. So Hold on one second. Let me pull up that stuff. But, yeah, but basically, like, I'm going to just want for on pulling this up. I'm going to just talk about how I think the season is going to go because, I mean, honestly, like, we've earned that right to, you know, say, wow, what has yeah. gone on here tonight? I mean, yesterday, what what happened? You know, like, I honestly, like, I really don't know, like, I could see us making a run, but that's still it's still un, it's still uncertain because we've not played high caliber teams. Like yeah, LSU's high caliber, but they did not have the talent that they should have that they that they, they, uh, that they didn't have last year. But man, I'll tell you one thing: that Mississippi State offense, bro. They got. I've, I'm looking at the uh, power rankings right now that ESPN released, and man, they're ranked eight. Stanford, Stanford gave us a gem in KJ Costello. KJ Costello lit that team up, and they lit him up. That's one thing I like about the dude. The dude talked about the team. They didn't talk about he didn't talk about how he did this. He said the team did this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But all right, let's get into the let's yeah. get into this Ole Miss Florida game. Uh, it was. You know, I, I said, you know, at the beginning of the, the last show, I said, you know, oh, Florida's going to take it. But I think I think Kiffin's going to get, you know, I think Kiffin's going to score some points, and I think we're going to see a good offense. And we did. Matt Corral um, did pretty dang good for, you know, what he did. He was 22 for 30, 31 you know, uh, attempts. He had 395 yards and averaged 12, 12.7 yards a pass. What what more could you ask out of a quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, they had John Rice Pumley, but he was one for one. He did he did kind of a take some hill at the Saints type deal where he would basically you know run the ball and you know try to get a little bit of averages like some some catches maybe. I think they used him as a receiver a few times because I mean he's fast. But man, Jerryon Ely, one person that I thought would absolutely go off. He had 16 carries, and he only had 79 yards. Yeah, I'm looking at the stats here right now. Um, I'm not real high on him, and and this is going to be unbiased. Um, A lot of people like to talk about Jerry and Ely and say that he – I have heard Ole Miss fans. I have heard Ole Miss fans on Twitter and in real life in person, tell me to my face that Jerry and Ely is better than Kyler That's completely untrue. Completely untrue. (laughs) And it's really laughable. Um, I'm not saying the guy's not a good running back, Um, but to think that he's better than Kylan Hill, it's laughable. But but I'm looking down here. Elijah Moore, um, yeah, from – Shout out to Elijah Moore, man, um, from last year for helping us get Mike Leach and uh, just ev- everything, man, just helping us win the Egg Bowl. Thank you for giving that to us. Um, we got Mike Leach and an Egg Bowl. Um, it was just du- double 
double greatness, double whammy for you. But Elijah Moore, man, um, 227 yards and 10 receptions. No touchdowns, but, man, that, that's impressive, man. Uh, let's look. Uh, the defense, though? Oh, it's ugly. That, that defense, um, if LSU's defense is better than Ole Miss's defense, the Egg Bowl may get out of hand. Yeah. Um, and it may get out of hand early. Now, it's the Egg Bowl, and that's where crazy things happen and everything. But, man, if they don't get that defense fixed, Mike Leach will drop 80 on Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old Miss can score, and they state may have to drop eighty to win. I think Old Miss can put up points. Um, I think their offense. I, I I would go. I would say it's better than LSU's right now. It's better than LSU. They scored about the same amount of points, but it's because of the turnovers that yeah. State had. Um, uh, Old Miss, man, they their offense it, it, it's better. Um, their defense still looks like the old same. But uh, Lane Kiffin's debut in Oxford did not go as he planned, but they did show progress, and I will respect them for that. And next week, they travel to Kentucky. Um, We'll get into our predictions later in the week on that game. We're just going to talk about the post game from all the games that we've watched this weekend. But yeah, um, Ole Miss, they, they look better, but Defense is still the same, but Florida, man, Kyle Trask, five touchdowns. Let's see, five touchdowns, four, no, six touchdowns, 416 yards. When he walked off that field and was getting interviewed, you know that he knew he was going to be SEC player of the week. Oh, yeah. You know, he just knew it. And then he didn't know an hour late, like a couple hours later, that was getting taken from him. But uh, anyway, Kyle Trask, man, six touchdowns, four and six. And I told yards. you, what did, what, what did I tell you on the last week's show? What did I tell you on Friday night show? What, what did I say? Who did I say was going to go off? I Kyle said Trask, Kyle Trask was going to go off. Yeah. Him, KJ Costello are neck and neck in the Heisman race after week one. I got to look around the, the rest of the country, but I really don't know anyone else that has put up numbers like these two guys. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it. How insane would it be to see Mississippi State versus Florida in the SEC title game this year? How many points do you think scored? What do you think the final score of that would it'd be? It'd be in the sixties. It it it'd be. Yeah, it would look like a big. It would look like the Big yeah. Twelve title game. It it would look like Oklahoma versus a really good. It, it would look like that TCU Baylor game from like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. Yeah. That was like like seventy one sixty five. It, it just was the SEC is going to turn into the Big Twelve, man, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Um, but yeah, um, Dan Mullen starts off one, one and oh, uh, they're ranked number three now in the country. Um, I, I, I see them winning. That's my prediction. Like in last episode that they will win the SEC East, man. Um, I gotta look at the rest of their schedule, but man, I don't, they don't play Alabama. I don't think, and they don't play Mississippi state in the regular season. They don't play Mississippi state or Alabama. 
Let me look. And while you're looking at while you're Let's looking see. at that, I, I got our next game to talk about, then we can talk about, and then we'll wrap up the show. But uh, go ahead and figure that out, and I'll start talking about this next. But yeah, let's let's see. Uh, South Carolina, Texas A and M, not good. We may talk about them, but I really, they're not even really worth talking about. Um, they play LSU. They play Georgia. Yeah, that Georgia Florida game. That's their hardest game the rest of the year. Is floor is uh Georgia, and I don't think Georgia's yeah. that good. All right. Let me talk. Right. We're going to talk about this one more game, and then we'll go into whatever our final picks or final expectations of this year of of last week, or we'll do we'll do something there. But Smith, we got to talk about the game, bro. You were all for them. Kentucky and Auburn. What happened, yeah. man? Well, what happened? Well, I didn't really watch the game. Um, I was watching the old Miss game. I, I watched Kentucky for a little bit, and it was it was close for the longest. It was a two point game forever, and uh, actually it was one point. I think it was eight to seven. Um, Auburn got a cheap two point conversion, but uh, yeah, um, Kentucky's defense looked really good. Um, I thought their offense was going to be explosive if they found a quarterback, but man, they need to they need to get something somebody else in there because uh, Terry Wilson's not it, man. Um, he's just not it. Um, they they need Lynn Bowden back from last year, but he went to the NFL. Um, that was my pick. I, I thought Auburn um, was going to come out flat and lose. And I was wrong. I will man up to it. Um, that you have a one-game lead on me uh, this year. Um, we are in our college picks. Uh, you are two and one. No, you are. You're okay. what? Yeah. No, yeah. you're two and one. You're two and one. Your college picks because the only one you missed was the one that you, you oh, were I'm glad you very missed. Happy you missed. I, mean, you I, was, I did pick LSU because I mean we both did. But I was I was very I'm, happy I'm, to be wrong with that yeah. one. I'm very happy to be wrong with that one. Yeah, yeah, I did predict. Uh, I did predict. Uh, crap, Florida to beat Ole Miss. Not they beat them by a little bit more, but um, still was right on that. But yeah, man, uh, Auburn, um, Bo Nix. I like Bo Nix. I d- I just thought their defense wasn't going to be that good this year, and. They they kind of cut shut Kentucky down, man. I don't know if Kentucky's offense was just that bad or or Auburn's defense. They just reloaded. Uh, they're one of those programs that can reload um, in the SEC year in and year out. And uh, they they're 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 kind of a they're they're a dark horse for the SEC uh, West title. Um, I'm still predicting Alabama to win. Until um, as until of I now. see an Alabama, uh, until I see Alabama face a team that you know it's that's kind of competent, I will. They're Alabama, man. I, 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 they, I will pick them. I will have them number one. I, I have state in the, in the West. You can't tell me in the West Mississippi State isn't the second best team in the West I as agree. of now, and they they should be the second best team in the SEC power rankings. Uh, I put Florida ahead of them. I'd, I'd have them third. 
I would I would have if we're going off of like SEC power rankings, like the entire SEC, uh, they're third. I got Alabama, then I have Florida, and then I had Mississippi State, and then everyone else. Yeah, you know, it's everyone else after that because we don't really know about everybody yeah. else. Um, yeah, but uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma man, uh, they they blew it to. Uh, Kansas State, who lost to Arkansas State the previous yeah, that week, a, that was uh, a shocker. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear um, any anybody tell me Oklahoma deserves to be in the playoff. They're out. They're out. I don't care what happens. I don't care if they run the table and go nine and one. They're out. They are out. Spencer Rattler is. He did not look good, man. He did not look good. I watched some. I watched some of that game. I watched the end of it. He did not look good. Their defense is trash. It's always trash. They're 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 a top ten program, and they can't have a. And Mississippi State has a better defense than them. That's inexcusable. Uh, man, it's just it's bad that um they they're not going to the playoff this year. They got embarrassed by LSU when they played. Um, last year, I don't want to see them again. I would rather see a eight and two or seven and three Mississippi State or or Georgia or or LSU than than Oklahoma because they're just going to get killed by anyone yeah. in the playoff. So, uh, all right, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you who is your first four in this year? My four, my first four in. Okay. For right now, for every week it'll change. All right. If if I'm on the college football committee and I only saw the whatever's happened, you know, the the other ACC and Big 12s, you know, they've been playing and then just one week of SEC. All right. In this order. Number 1, I have yeah. Clemson. And you know, it's going to change because the Big 10's going to start up and, you know, Ohio State's in there. I think they're going to be good this year. But they haven't played yet, so they're not in. All right. Number two, I got to go Alabama. Alabama at number two, I think that team is experienced. They have a lot of returning pieces. They Their wide receivers are still there. They're going to be running all over the place. Um, I think they're going to be – they're going to be a really good team this year like they always are. Number three – Right now, I would have to say I got Florida there in that spot. Um, Florida just uh, looks really good this year. Kyle Trask is him and KJ Costello are going to be in the running for the Heisman. Um, it's it's going to be entertaining. And, you know, right now, I'm having a tough time deciding on this for the number four spot. Um, I'm looking here. I I, I want to put a certain team there, but then there's another team that has actually looked kind of good. I've watched some of their games. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I would have to put Mississippi State at that fourth spot yeah. right now. I honestly would have to put them there because that win, even though you know. All the teams gone, you know, um, from LSU, Mississippi State. 
that win was so impressive to me. And if everything went right for Mississippi State and they won, I wouldn't be as impressed as I am that a lot of stuff went wrong. Four turnovers, a pick six, just a bad um, field position. Um, golly, man. And they still won by 10 with four turnovers. That's what puts it for me. That's a, that is a great win. Anytime you go down to Death Valley and get a win, that is, I don't care who you are. That is very impressive. I don't care what year it is. If you beat LSU in Death Valley, that is a very good win. And that deserves credit. And I have Mississippi State at number four and right at number five right now, man, I have Miami. Yeah. There. My first one out is Miami. Miami looks good, man, under Manny Diaz. Um, uh, I don't like Manny Diaz, but his team, his team's playing good. Um, De'Eric King coming from Houston, um, he looks really good there. He looks, he fits in with that offense, and I think they may have a shot to take down Clemson. I don't think they will, but that'll be a fun game yeah. to watch. Miami. Cle- I don't know what week that is, but that'll be a very good game. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you one of my uh, superstar, not superstar, surprising picks this year, who I think will shock a lot of people. BYU. Okay. I haven't BYU, watched BYU is playing great right now. They've blown out both teams that they've played, and last week they did. You know, they did get postponed against Army, but because of coronavirus reasons. But next week they have La Tech, and I think I think they're gonna give I think La Tech is gonna give them a run for their money, but I also think BYU is gonna be a surprising pick this year. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, Corbin. They have zero shot of getting. Oh, the I know playoff. they have zero shot, but I'm talking. I'm saying they look. I'm looking at their schedule, man. I'm looking at their schedule, and they beat Navy fifty-five to three. They beat Troy forty-eight to seven. La Tech. UTSA, Houston, Texas State, Western Kentucky, and North Alabama. They have zero. I, I know. I'm, I'm not saying that they're going to get in. I'm just saying that I think they will be a very good team to watch out for this year because of the way they've been playing. Yeah, but you guys take into consideration who they're playing. And I, I did watch uh, some of their highlights on ESPN. It popped up for a second. I never watched their games, but people were talking about it on there. Um, they, their offense did look good. I saw their highlights. I saw some good throws, but yeah, just just the competition they're playing against. They're lucky they have a season this year because they're an independent. They should have tried to join the ACC or something. They should have tried to join the Pac-12 yeah. this year. What Notre Dame did. But I think that's really all I wanted to talk about tonight. I mean, do you, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I mean, I'm open for I'm open um, for actually. Actually, um, I have uh, ten questions. That okay, I'm gonna ask go ahead. Oh, uh, we're gonna sh- kind of keep it short. Um, but uh, all right. Number one, why is Oklahoma always overrated? The history, the history of the program, and the history that the way the teams have always been. I think that people always expect Oklahoma to have you know good teams, but sometimes they don't. Then that's why I think they're overrated. The history. Next question. Why is Mississippi State always underrated? Like, again, the history. The history of our team. We've never been a top contender. And whenever we are top contenders, people don't take it seriously. Next question. 
Why does Texas A&M suck? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I thought Jimbo Fisher would go to that program and, you know, kind of turn it around. But as of yet, I have not seen anything special out of Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Next question. Who has a better shot at winning a football game this year, Vanderbilt Arkansas. or Arkansas? Why do you think that? I just I like the way they're playing. I like Arkansas and Vanderbilt's trash. Well, Vanderbilt gave a shot last night. I was watching that game. That's why I asked. Because Vanderbilt, man, I thought A&M was supposed to have uh, this prolific offense under Jimbo Fisher and Kellen Mond Sr. was going to go off. They scored 17 points on Vanderbilt. Well, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's Texas A&M. But, yeah, I think Arkansas. Next question. All right. I believe that Ole Miss will upset somebody. Who do you think that Ooh. will be? Hold on. Let me pull up that schedule. Hold on. Hold on. Well, you kind of you kind of know who it's who it's got to be. It's got to be uh, LSU. Oh, LSU. Auburn, Easy. LSU. I will. I'll what, go ahead and say LSU. That game. That game. You think? After they lost to Mississippi State, you think LSU is going to be flat for the whole year? I think LSU. I think LSU. I think State took the power out of LSU, and I think they're going to be down for the rest of the year. LSU. Next question. All right. Why does Gary Danielson hate Mississippi State? Gary Danielson is just an old coot who should not be announcing in the NFL. I mean, in the college in college football. My bad. Next question. Should the SEC realign yes. the conference? I I think so because. All the powerhouses in the West, no. I think they should bring some of the powerhouses of the West to the East and to the East to the West and switch it up. You know, it doesn't have to be a permanent thing, but it also – I think they should realign the, the, the conference because, you know, like I, w- I would like to see – I would like to see South Carolina and Mississippi State play a few times. I would like to see Missouri and Mississippi State play a few times. You know what I'm saying? Like – I get tired of watching the same, you know, LSU teams every year. I I don't know if you watched Nick Saban. Yeah, uh, I, interview I saw he would like to keep the 10, 10, the ten SEC game uh, schedule. I I, yeah, would, so I, would mind, I wouldn't mind play. that either. Um, but I tell you one thing that will hurt. That's another thing. Um, it will hurt your group yep. of five schools and your FCS schools that's, that's, that are yeah, getting they, they paid a million dollars. Yeah, they us and get beat up on us because that's a lot of their revenue is ours. Yes. But, uh, yeah, next question. Should the group of five create their own playoff? Uh, because they will never – they will ne- – they will not – all right, UCF right now is ranked yeah. number 11. I got to look at their schedule for this year. But, man, if something – if the fourth team that's, that's a Power 5 team has, like, three losses – like, they don't have three losses. They have – if there's a two-loss Power 5 team, they're getting in over yeah. UCF. And I, I think that that's correct, and it should be like that because I don't know if you remember, but a few years back, Florida offered to schedule a home-and-home – with UCF and they turned yeah. it down. That is when then they start saying that nobody wants to schedule them. Well, they just offered to schedule you right there. So I guess you don't want it bad enough. You're scared yeah. to play them. And that's I think they are. I think they are. It it would be 
fun. It would be it would really make my day to see a group of five school like UCF, like Memphis, like Cincinnati, one of them come in, go to the playoff and get a win over just shock like an Oklahoma, a Clemson, an Alabama, but that'll never happen because they won't let them in and it, and it's it's their own fault. It's their own fault. Um who are your conference champions after this one at this oh. week one? And, and you can only do the three that you've seen because you haven't seen the Pac twelve and you haven't seen the Big Twelve. The Big I will, Ten. I will be completely Sorry. honest. I haven't really this week I've not really worried much about anybody besides the SEC. And so that's really pro, that's pretty much the only person people I can talk about is the SEC and I'm gonna pick Alabama. Gonna pick Bama. Um, me, uh, I'm going to go with that pick also. I would like to pick Florida, but I think Alabama is also on a bench path this year after last year, after losing two games, Nick Saban's going to come out and, uh, try to go undefeated and they're going to have that rematch, the uh, final showdown with, uh, Trevor Lawrence and the, uh, Clemson yeah. Tigers. I think that's going to happen. Um, you want to talk about the NFL? Was Maybe that the final question? Oh no! That's, oh, yeah, man. that was the final question. Those are fun, but uh, I say we wait to watch. I mean, wait to talk about the NFL when we can talk about all the games that we've picked or over with because we've got Ravens Chiefs tomorrow on Monday Night Football, and yeah, so we can talk about the NFL recap on um Friday when we do Friday show. But yeah, all right. Uh, do you have anything you want to talk about, just you, or do you want to wrap it up? I guess we can wrap it up. I really don't have anything to say. Um, I think I got everything off my chest that I wanted to say. Um, you want to do a Friday show, or 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 you want to do it earlier in the week? It really doesn't matter. I think Friday. Oh, I'm gonna do Friday. Uh, yeah, well, we'll probably post Twitter. We'll post on Twitter when it'll be. We'll get the Twitter page going. For everybody, um, well, we, I say we start answering questions like once yeah. a week. Kind of start like a rumblings, you know. Well, we got to come up with a name for that. Um, but yeah, um, I think this was a good episode. Um, I think it it should be entertaining to go back and listen to. Uh, we had a lot of points that we wanted to make, but uh, yeah. You, you want to yeah, wrap, it, wrap up? it up? Uh, thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, like, thank you for listening to us ramble about a thing that we love, and that is football. Um, I'm, yeah, I think I'm glad Mississippi State's back. I'm glad you know college football's back, and I'm 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 ready for this season. I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see what's gonna happen because I mean, it's the SEC. You never know what's gonna happen. Yep. All right, everybody. Well, I think this was a good episode. Uh, 